0: hey what's happening everybody welcome back to the mental health casual podcast and here it is guys an anti-psychiatry saturday i know it's been a while uh i think it's only been about two weeks but still uh we we've done it we're here and uh i'm happy happy to be back um now today instead of going to the usual for people that are new here i usually go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health um technically this was from the anti-psychiatry subreddit but uh, this is an article from Mad in the UK, you might be, you might remember that we, we, we've covered in uh, America, um, which all, all it is, is kind of like a counter, psych, uh, counter psychiatric movement. I, I don't even know if I, I can even call it that. Um, and, you know, maybe for people new here, it'd be great to kind of illuminate a little bit of why I go to an anti-psychiatry subreddit when I'm on, I'm a mental health. YouTuber, podcaster, that kind of stuff. Um, just to kind of it, it just kind of show a different side to this whole thing. Now, I, I'm very pro psychiatry when it is needed, um, but I'm also very anti psychiatry when it is not needed. Okay, that's all. That's pretty much where it comes where um, I lean on the issue. Um, I don't think there's like a one size fits all solution to this. I think we still need psychiatric drugs. But I do think that there are some people that have been completely destroyed by them. I think that it's a very big decision to make if you are going to go into that. And unfortunately, and this is the big part, um, a lot of people who take these things are under duress, right, to a certain degree. Um, If you are are dealing with like a mental illness, you're probably going to want to do whatever it takes to alleviate the symptoms of whatever that mental illness is. And so you'll take whatever you can. So it's up to the expert to tell you, well, okay, this, 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 this. But ultimately, it's not, like I said, it's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not like uh, if you are suffering from a, uh, let's just use something simple so I don't have to think about medication right now. (laughs) I'm not good at science. Uh, Let's just say uh, you have a headache. Okay, well, maybe some aspirin would, would be beneficial for you. Oh, you're allergic to this and maybe this right it's it's very like simple not simple sorry um it's a little bit less straightforward than than physical health right um although physical health has its own craziness so i'm not even going to get into that anyway uh so once again this is from mad in the uk um the article will be in the info box if you guys want to check that out this is by charlotte taylor page and this was written back in march of this year 2022 Um, but yeah, let's get, let's get straight into it guys. I think it's a, it's a pretty hefty, um, article and it's the article is called top 10 myths about the critics of psychiatry. And this is the, one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to do this is because I think a lot of people have a very big misconception, um, about people who criticize psychiatry. Now I, you're going to see the typical kind, right? Where they're just like, they're anti-psychiatry, just every everywhere but there's a lot of people who are like anti-psychiatry in certain situations kind of like i am um and i think you have to be able to critique something and if it doesn't stand up to scrutiny then something needs to change right um i think that's important for anything no matter what you do you know uh like you know i did that when when i became religious i did that when i um when i was uh starting to do YouTube by, by scrutiny with YouTube. I just mean like, well, I'm, do I actually feel like this is a calling for me? And, um, you know, can, can I deal with the, the ramifications of doing bad content? Um, which, you know, I, I'm still dealing with, I'm still dealing with my bad content. Anyway, why don't we keep going here? Uh, so let's uh, go and read this. Once again, it is called the top 10 myths, About the critics of psychiatry, Uh, Let's read the intro real quick. Following the publication of uh, Joanna Moncrief and Mark Horowitz' chemical imbalance review last month, we at uh, Made in the UK, uh, sorry, Mad in the UK, (laughs) excuse me, um, (laughs) have been increasingly aware of the strongly held and often opposing opinions on social media. There are multiple voices in this field we broadly know as mental health, with clinical professionals, researchers, lived experience practitioners. service users in the mainstream media all with apparently different different views we thought it might be useful to talk uh to some of the key figures in this sometimes contentious debate from alleged uh associations with the far right to what the experiences we call quote-unquote mental illness actually are charlotte taylor page challenged some of the biggest voices on the broadly critical side of the debate to find out what they are actually what they actually believe it turned out to be a challenging task, trying to pin down what the critics actually think or what they even want to be called, as it became apparent that there is no fixed universal set of uh, positions. The movement broadly critical of psychiatry does not exist as a monolith, and as expected from a group of thinkers opposed to labels, many of them don't wanna be referred to as critical psychologists or quote-unquote anti-psychiatrist. See why that term is problematic here, and you, know, you can click on that article, or even critical at all so i'm going to refer to the people i spoke to as simple critics or simply as critics so i and i just want to jump in here um anti-psychiatry the anti-psychiatry is celebrated and all that stuff like i said the only reason i go there is because it's the only one that i've seen so far that actually has a counter uh mindset i mean that's where i found this article a counter mindset to anything psychiatric right um now, am I saying, like, at least for me, I, I need to hear some type of, um. what was I going to say, I need to hear some type of, uh, you know, uh, difference in opinion or, or anything like that. Because for me, at least, uh, if there's no difference in opinion, I, ha- I have to wonder, well, why is that, right? Is it because we're afraid, and, and I think this is a newer thing today, is sometimes we're afraid to hold... An opinion that is counter to so many people, like the loudest voices um and also you know and, and there, this is uh this is true and untrue, right I think sometimes people because you know they bring up what do they usually bring up well are you a bio, are you a psychiatrist are you a are you a psychologist are you a scientist? well, I mean I don't want to hear what you have to say. The problem is nowadays there is so much information on the internet that anybody including including um A scientist can be duped uh, and can have a bad opinion. That's the whole definition of science changes all of the time. Um, Things that we thought before are not the same as they are now. So it's important to remember that because without it, um, you know, without it, you're you're going to. uh... (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, sorry. I, 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 one of my friends just texted me that he's got, uh, got COVID. So keeping him in my prayers. Anyway, um, uh, forgot where I was going on with that rant. So I do apologize here. Um, but uh, yeah, no, completely forgot. We'll, we'll just keep on going. How about that? And then once it comes back to me, guys, I know some. I probably left you guys at a bad part. I apologize. Uh, that guy threw me off when I, when I read that. So that's why you got to put your phone, phone away. Yeah, you, you guys out there, I'm just going to blame you guys for everything that I do. Anyway, uh, one thing I found coming up on all my conversations is the emphasis on working in partnership with and finding inspiration from survivors and people with lived experience or distress. As someone with my own history of distress, I was pleased to hear that this movement is not just about the professionals, service users. Experience was at the heart of everything. The critics spoke about as well as the importance of relying on the most up to date and accurate evidence. All sounds sensible enough to me. So why all the media debate and why do I keep hearing about the far right? Okay. So this actually works well, cause I know kind of where I was going with that. So I'm probably just gonna start again. Um, yeah, I, you need to, there needs to be some scrutiny in this. Um, and you know, it, it, like I said, if we're afraid to even talk about it, even the regular people like you and me, um, I don't think that's, uh, you know, and listen, if if we're wrong, you can just tell us we're wrong and then provide us the evidence, right? I have no problem with that. But uh, the minute uh, uh, there's an ulterior motive to it, I, I don't really like that. So, uh, meaning, right, one of the biggest things that I've always been a little bit fearful of is Big Pharma. Um, I've always really kind of wondered about their involvement in the mental health field um i'm not saying that they haven't done good things and i'm not saying that uh, zoloft didn't help me when i was dealing with depression i'm not saying that Resperidol didn't help me when i was dealing with manic episodes i'm not saying that psychiatric medication doesn't help people with bipolar or schizophrenia but i think we need to talk about the side effects we need to talk about the the times that it doesn't work because there there are times when People should have been on it, right? I've, I've talked about this many times. There's a guy... Uh, oh, man. His name is very, very difficult to pronounce, so I'm not going to remember it. I think his name is McConan Makonnen... To baby? is Did I get that right, or am I totally wrong? Um, either way, uh, he ended up... Uh, well, nope, that is not what I meant to put in. All right, well, we'll just uh, go ahead and chalk it up to the fact that I don't... Uh... I don't speak uh, the African language. Anyway, um, but yeah, like there is, there are examples of people that should have been on medication or should have been getting some type of help. So anyway, why don't we get straight into it? Because we got a lot to cover and I went on a big rant in there. Do you really? Uh, so this is the first, uh, first criticism. Do you really believe that mental illness doesn't exist? This is a common and confusing statement. Everyone I spoke to emphasized that they completely accept the existence and validity of people suffering, despair and distress. How could you not? What they are challenging is the idea that these experiences and divergences can, be be- can best be explained as medical illnesses or disorders. This is quite a different point, but one that is often confusing to people who have never questioned or even been given the opportunity to question deeply held assumptions about distress that are widely held in society. Th- this is one that I've always really, uh, it's always really irked me a little bit because a lot of people, they could be going through a very... Um, human experience, right? They lose somebody, they lose a, a pet, or they lose something like that, and all of a sudden, you know, they're depressed. And I, I, hmm. I and by the way, I use this, I use this language a lot too. Like I, I should be, I should be completely transparent. But some, a lot of times, we talk about, oh yeah, my anxiety is killing me, that kind of stuff. I think we need to be careful with the words that we use because if you are talking about anxiety or or depression, a lot of times it it is assumed that we're talking about, um, we're talking about uh, the disorder. And a disorder is when it, you can't turn it off, right? Or, or, or it doesn't go away after a meaningful or a, a reasonable amount of time. So, you know, that's that's what we have to be careful of here. Uh, to challenge the medical model is not at all the same thing as denying people's experience. This would be a nonsensical view to hold for the many critics who whose views are based on extensive clinical work and in some cases on their own personal experiences as well. What is challenged is the idea that these very real experiences and differences can be best understood as a medical illness or quote unquote disorder. As one critic said, no one would work in services if they thought people were somehow inventing these experiences. That is very true. All right, let's go to the next one here. Okay, we're calling it distress, but not a disorder. So are critics all about banning words and policing language? Interesting. Some of the people I spoke to have been involved in drawing up guidelines for journalists, while others have proposed non-diagnostic approaches in services no critics want people to be told how to describe themselves and their experiences whether they use medical terms or any other vocabulary but ironically as they told me one particular view the current medical or diagnostic explanation is routinely imposed on people it is opposing the imposition that unites all the critics despite their differences in some other respects they all said that what they were concerned with is a lack of choice of perspective and the fact that being medicalized, it has almost become the precondition for receiving any mental health support or care at all. And just to plug in here real quick, uh, I definitely felt this, uh, you know, for people that don't, don't, uh, you know, maybe don't remember or you didn't hear this. Um, I uh, talked about my very first therapist that I went to who basically when I got there, like basically heard what I had to say and then immediately started lifting up sorry list listing off prescriptions to uh, prescribe to me and i you know she's like i got this i got this i get this um instead of addressing what i had to like i she didn't talk about anything that i had just talked about um and so it uh, which really annoyed me right uh, now, I'm not saying every therapist is going to be like this, but it really, it really uh, turned me off and it scared me away from the psychi- psychiatric uh, or just the psychological um, system whatsoever. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, The current medical and diagnosis-based explanation of suffering and distress is deeply embedded in services, the media, and the minds of the general public. The critics are concerned that the uh, the unquestioned use of terms like mental illness or disorder leads to a certain set of views which is widely contested and shuts down the other possibilities. The aim of promoting more neutral terms, especially in the media, is to open up, not shut down, room for personal preferences. As it is, people who enter services are very rarely offered any choice of language, perspective, or culturally sensitive understanding. In this system, it may be risky or even be punished, for example, telling them they may lack insight to hold legitimate but alternative views. One of the ways of promoting choice uh, is to use language such as hearing voices, extreme distress, low mood, which does not assume any particular model. So yeah it's interesting to 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 hear this because you know i was just talking about this like i think a lot of times we just get hung up on the the labels and and listen uh you you're more than welcome to use those terms i'm just saying that as a mental health podcaster i probably should not be uh, trivializing um uh you know disorders but i also should be acknowledging that we all go through this stuff right Uh, because sometimes i think when we call a, a disorder you know a disorder right um even though it's maybe not a disorder well then people start to think that they're in the wrong for feeling the way that they are or they, they feel like there's something um I mean, it's, it's not to say that there is anything wrong with having a mental illness or, or or having a mental disorder but people feel like they're oh wow i've i have a mental disorder i have to do this this and this even though you know they, it, what they need is a support system what they need is a a, a you know a, a Safety, well, not a safety blanket exactly, but you know, a support system. I should have probably just stopped the support system. They need a support system, they need pill, uh, the, the, the pillar, the foundation, uh, so to speak, so that they can, even when the tornado hits, um, the foundation is still there, right? Um, and so that's the metaphor I'm just going to use for, uh, the, for having a good community behind you. So, uh, we're not, by the way, we're not going to do all of these. I probably should have said that in, um, you know, in in the intro, but uh, I'm going to skip the next one. So if you guys are reading along, it says, what about my diagnosis? I want to actually get to the next one because we're going to run out of time here pretty soon. What about my medication? Are you against the use of psychiatric drugs? First of all, if you are taking psychiatric drugs, we would urge you not to come off them abruptly and to seek the advice of your prescriber apart from anything else. These are powerful drugs, which can have severe withdrawal effects. And I just I want to remind that too like i have mentioned um uh, a youtuber that i had on a long time ago his name is paul um and his uh his uh his uh youtuber name is the morning mist 99 above and beyond schizophrenia well the thing about paul is he did stop his psychiatric medication he has schizophrenia obviously um and so He he did that all on his own. And so I don't want to get people thinking or same thing with like alcohol. Right. I don't want to get people thinking that just because I stopped cold turkey that everybody should stop cold turkey. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, well, alcohol has the unfortunate side effect. If you guys if you are physically dependent on it, that it can kill you if you come off of it just immediately, if you if you are physically dependent on it. So it's important to remember that if you are dealing with um, with alcoholism or anything like that. So yeah, it, it, with prescript with uh, psychiatric drugs as well, there is a strong with- there can be a strong withdrawal effect. Um everyone I spoke to agree that drugs have a role and can be helpful or even experiences life-saving by some. As one of them said, I have personally never met someone who wanted to ban use of psychiatric drugs or describes them as evil or shames people for taking them. Now I want to stop here real quick. This is one of the problems that I have with the anti-psychiatry subreddit. So yes, I go there because there are great articles like this, like there are great posts and stuff. Um but I don't like their 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 attitude towards like all psych- psychiatric use. The psychiatric use has its has its uses. <laughs> it has its moments to shine. But I also don't like you know when I see people on Instagram or anything like that where they're just they're it's all it's always about this it's always about that um it to be and this is completely my own opinion here don't you know this isn't um This isn't to discourage any of you guys from doing anything. I think the two, and I've I, I really do think this is, this changed my life was, um, getting a community behind you. One that you can fellowship with. I I use fellowship because it's a religious term, but, uh, you know, some people that you, that are, that you can go to that can also hold you accountable for your actions. Right. Um, whenever I have, um, I have a lot of sexual desires or I'm struggling with uh, wanting to go back to porn. I, 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 I'll text people from my church and I'll say, Hey, can you guys pray for me? Um, I'm having a lot of trouble dealing with sexual desire right now. Could you guys pray for me? Could you guys, and it, it when I tell them that, well, then all of a sudden it's like, I, I gotta, I gotta not do this because these guys, you know, they're going to ask me like, Hey, is everything okay? How, how'd that go? What do you need? You know? Um, and so you, you know, a community, I think, uh it could really help a lot of people uh deal with whatever they're going through and also um instead of you know depending on one friend to be your quote-unquote therapist right I, I don't agree with that at all uh but if you have multiple friends i mean listen uh, you know you can you know you you it's easier to vent it's easier to let your Emotions out. Let let your let what's on your heart go and not be judged. Right. So I think that's important to know. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, let's see. Even I spoke to uh okay, so, okay, so however, they were all very concerned, sorry, for for the last paragraph just to sum it up, we were just talking about, uh, um, you know, that most people don't really think that we should ban psychiatric drugs or anything like that. So, however, they were all very concerned, as there, as are many senior professionals in mainstream services, about the overuse and misuse of psychiatric drugs, the overstating of benefits, underplaying of risks, and the lack of proper informed consent. The critics suggest that these factors are related to the huge increases in psychiatric drug prescribing and use they are, uh They all were adamant that proper accurate information is key so that people can make their own informed decisions. And that's what I'm really about. Like if you, if you're, if you're omitting things to push a narrative, I don't like that because, you know, if, um, you know, i give you an example, right? This is completely hypothetical, but if, 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 um, tattoos right were uh just randomly right like if 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 you got a tattoo if if uh whenever they did the tattoo process you know you would get pimples on your face right but that would that would last uh, about a year but you'd have to deal with pimples on your face what if they never told you that and just got got you tattooed right wouldn't you be kind of pissed that they omitted that? It's like, Oh no, no, no. Tattoos are great. There's nothing wrong. You know, they're sweeping, sweeping that part under the rug, by the way, that is not what happens. I'm just trying to use a random hypothetical here. Um, you'd be kind of pissed that they omitted that. Right. Um, so why are we letting people who, uh, who scientists who specialize in psychiatry, uh, why are we letting, or, or the mainstream media, I should say, um, why are we letting them brush the negatives under the rug science is all about risk and reward if you think about it right um uh well i, I guess medicine i suppose is more about risk and reward right um there's a certain risk to whatever you're taking um if you're taking uh painkillers there is a risk that you could be uh, addicted to them right? There's a risk. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not a high risk for you because you don't, it doesn't run in your family, but if it does run in your family, well, that's a big risk. Do you want to, do you want to risk it? Um, but if you're not given that information, you would never know, right? So anyway, uh, let's keep going here. Um, they also de- deplored misinformation. The recent debunking of the widely held chemical balance myth is not is an example but critics pointed out that the same myth is promoted about so-called antipsychotics the evidence for the effectiveness of many psychiatric drugs is less impressive than it appears some critics have been extensively involved in campaigning for awareness of potential damage in the form of severe withdrawal effects and the need for tapering advice and support so one example would be uh, when jordan peterson was uh, hooked on benzodiazepines um, uh, or a benzodiazepine, I can't remember. Um, but uh, you know he he ended up having a terrible withdrawal, uh, uh, you know, from it, and put him out for like, I think, a year, it seemed like. I mean, he was getting pre, and it was all because, you know, his wife was uh, Tammy was going through uh, chemo. Uh, it was just everything was happening all at once. So he was trying to deal with anxiety, also, you know, very public figure. Um, by the way, I just saw Olivia Wilde. She's making this movie. And, uh, she mentions that, uh, uh, Chris Pine's character is supposed to be based off of the, uh, the, 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 uh, I can't remember exact words, but it was like something like, oh yeah, the, that, uh, uh, she was basically like trying to paint Jordan Peterson as this, this, uh, act, this, this, oh, the, he was like an activist for incels basically. Uh, and I was like, man, has she ever watched a a Jordan Peterson? Has she ever watched him at all? Because you know, you'll find that he's actually kind of doesn't really talk like that. But uh, anyway, I mean, listen, if you if you have disagreements with him, that's totally fine. I have I actually have a fair a fair bit, too. But I'm like, I don't think he champions for incels. Uh, <laughs> he's usually champions for men to be men. But anyway, uh, that's not uh, maybe I'll do an episode about that later. Uh, in fact, some felt these names were very misleading in themselves, as one person told me. They used to be called major tranquilizers, which actually described them much better. There is no specific effect on psychosis in the same way that there is no specific effect on depression. Critics all knew people from the prescri- "quote-unquote" pres- quote prescribed harm community who have undoubtedly been more damaged than helped. They want much greater honesty about the drug, about what drugs can, can and cannot do, and thus much better, excuse me, and safer choices for service users, both when starting and when coming off the drugs i mean that's that's fantastic i think that should be uh something that we talk about a little bit more you know what what do these things do well okay this is supposed to help my depression well how does it help my depression well now that the chemical imbalance myth has been busted i suppose i mean i'd have to kind of look into it a little bit more i know we talked about it on here um and there was there was a psychiatrist that did uh talk about it um you know, I am still a little bit on the fence. I'm leaning a little bit more towards it, be, not being uh that not being the case of so chemical imbalance, not being the case of of de- uh, you know depression, all that stuff. But I still need to kind of I am still leaving the verdict out a little bit, uh or waiting until the verdict comes back. Uh, but yeah, man, I just uh, I just think that if we're omitting facts from people, then we're not doing any good. You know. Um, and I don't like this whole idea of like, oh yeah, well if you're, uh, and unfortunately I think this is what happened when the, um, the, uh, coronavirus thing happened. Uh, and we we're talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, we were talking about, uh, the, uh, you know, like, you know, people, some people were talking about, oh, well, I don't know if I'm going to get the vaccine. I'm not going to get, and now we're like, I, you know, a couple of years out from the whole outbreak and people are walking around. People are getting the coronavirus, like my sister and my brother-in-law just got it. And I'm not, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not like super worried about them. But, you know, before it used to be, it used to be like a death sentence if you got COVID, right? And for some people it was. And, uh, you know, I feel for that. I feel for those people that did. But, uh, you know, there were certain facts, like you couldn't talk about anything that, put the vaccine into question you couldn't talk about anything that made coronavirus seem like it wasn't a killer of of like half the population even though it wasn't Uh, like listen i'm not trying to be all political here i'm just trying to say i don't like it when people omit or or, are purposely omitting information especially from something as severe as psychiatry and, and, and psychosis right uh because then it almost seems like they don't trust us to make our own informed decisions. And to me, that's very, uh, uh, that's very patronizing. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Uh, let me know what you guys think. I know there's going to be a lot of different opinions on here. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm open to any of them um, as long as, As long as it's worded kindly, okay. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, guys, remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box. Uh, Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Once again, uh, I didn't read like, I think there's still like half the article left. If you guys want to check it out, uh, maybe I can come back to it. Who knows? Just let me know. Uh, But yeah, go ahead and check it out. It'll be in the, the info box as well. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.